Hello, this is Dr. Shiva. Welcome to our podcast, Get Educated or Be Enslaved. Episode 538, air date March 12th. 2020. Boston, we're excited to be here. We're at Whitey's Pub, and and we wanted to say thank you to Danny, and we also are here, we want to introduce um, Donnie Palmer, who is a heavyweight champion, and he's going to be, and he's going to be introducing Dr. Shiva. Hello, everybody. My name is, she said, my name is Donnie Palmer. Uh, I'm a Boston resident, uh, born and raised Army veteran. I'm an Army vet- veteran. I'm a school teacher. And uh, I also ran for city council here in uh, 2015 in the city uh, as a Republican in a nonpartisan race. I feel like the people should know where I stand. You know? um, I think right now we're in some really hard times uh, with this whole political racist going on, you know, people are are not who they say they are, you know, people are lying to people, you know, and the parties aren't the real parties, you know, and what I want to do is I want to introduce a guy that I think is amazing for the Republican Party. Right now, I'm, I'm a Republican, but the Republicans Party got the party that I, you know, joined a while back. You know, we need to bring this party back, yeah. you know, and that's the only way we're gonna have yeah. a better Massachusetts and a better America if we get people that care about this party, you know, and they care about the people like Dr. Shiva. You know, we need to get him over here on this mic and we need to get you guys to come out and vote for him and listen to him, you know, do your research on him. He's a doctor from MIT, you know, he's really bright and he's of color. He's a minority like me, you know, and um, I just wanna pass this mic over. Dr. Shiva, you know. Thank you, you, Donnie. You know, Donnie may um, not have told his journey, if I can share a little bit, but you know, Donnie, you know, uh, heavyweight fighter, you know, he's traveled all around the world, you know, right from the streets of Boston here. And he ran for city council as a black Republican. And he wasn't treated right. Right. Charlie Baker didn't even acknowledge you. I'm right. And what we have in Massachusetts is, frankly, one of the most racist parts of this country. That's what we have. Period. And the, and the reality is that we don't discuss race in America. It's the number two issue next to the economy and no one discusses it. And what's happened is it's become a monopoly of the Democratic Party. So if you don't use the N word and you don't and you're for affirmative action, then you're not a racist. And the Republican Party doesn't want to discuss race because they're also racist. And the reality is the party of Lincoln, the party of Marcus Garvey, which was a true Republican party, needs to be taken back. And we're going to take it back. That's what we're going to do. And we today in Massachusetts have just one party. It's a party of anti-Trump. It's a party of racism. It's a party of Charlie Baker. It's a party of Elizabeth Warren. It's one party. I mean, you can see Charlie Baker taking selfies as a St. Patrick's Day parade. He's not a Republican. Come on. He's not a Republican. And what Charlie Baker has done and what Bill Weld has done, his mentor, who, by the way, Bill Weld claims he's a Republican. He's already endorsed Joe Kennedy, the Democrat. Okay. Another old white boy. Okay. 
guy who's never worked his whole life, has $51 million already inherited. And I say old white boy, not meaning white. I'm talking about the blue bloods who should have headed back in 1776 after they lost back to Britain. But they still think they're the aristocrats. The Democratic Party is a party of the aristocracy. And we are working people and neither party represents us. That's what we have today. And the Republican Party is one with the Democratic Party. So anyone who thinks and anyone thinks these guys are different, you've been duped. And we're here to really bring back the Republican Party. The Republican Party was supposed to be the party of working people. It was supposed to be the party against segregation. It was supposed to be the party bringing together this, this country based on meritocracy, not aristocracy, meritocracy, which means how hard you worked, right? Based on your skills, based on your ingenuity, based on your innovation, based on your entrepreneurship, right? But it's actually not become that. It's become the party which collaborates and colludes with the Democratic Party against working people. That's what it's become. I want to talk a little bit about the coronavirus. The fact is we're not running from the coronavirus. We're here. Everyone can see this. And the coronavirus is not about the coronavirus. What it's really about, it's about how much the state can impose its will on people by using fear. That's what it's about. And if you unravel this puzzle, what you find out is that the infrastructure in the United States, it, by the way, got rated a D plus. The infrastructure in the United States got rated a D plus by the American Society of Civil Engineers in 2017. Massachusetts got an F minus minus. You guys know that? F minus minus, 123 points out of 350 points. Horrible bridges, horrible trains, crumbling waters, water systems. I mean, working people, it takes them two, three hours to go from one point to the other point. I think we should have called the national emergency for that, right? Yeah. But here, Baker is up there saying he's helping us out, coming back from his vacation to call an emergency on the coronavirus. All right, he's total, exactly, bullshit. So what we have is the elites in this country, the 0.1%, don't give a damn about all of us. What they care about is themselves, We've created the highest income inequality in this country. Massachusetts, the average net worth in Boston of a black person is $8. And that of a white person, I don't mean working class people, us who go to fight their wars, right? Or poor blacks and poor whites and brown people. I'm talking about the people like John Kerry, the people like Elizabeth Warren who live over, over in Lewisburg Square. Their net worth is $250,000. That's by the Federal Reserve, $8 versus 250K. Who the hell is Joe Kennedy or Charlie Baker or Elizabeth Warren to teach us about inequality? Think about it. These guys are complete scumbags. And it's time we realize what they are. They are parasites. They don't produce anything. They want to use us like the old slave masters did or the old feudal lords did. You know, in the feudal times, they took 30%. They give us some land. You know, they took 30%. Well, now they take about 60%, okay? That's what we have. So it's time people realize that whether you're black or white or brown or color, the elites are the ones who are the most racist. They're the ones who want us fighting against each other. They want to create race and schisms. That's why Elizabeth Warren is the biggest racist. She used race to wheedle her way into a position. We hit her hard. If you remember that, we ran the campaign only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. Charlie Baker said, don't do that. We did it. 
That's why she only got seven votes in this seven cities in this presidential election. It was because of Richard. It was because of Frank. It was because of Michelle. It was because of Amy. It was because of everyone in this room. We went on the ground, put those huge signs up. Do you guys see them? Yeah. Remember them? Four by eight signs. Only the real Indian can defeat the fake Indian. And we weren't talking about race. We were talking about integrity. We're talking about a person who is, frankly, talks all this. As Donnie said, they talk one thing, but they do something different. Do they really think we're that freaking stupid? Come on, guys. Are we going to take this anymore? We're not going to take this anymore, right? It's about time we realize that we actually have choices. We don't need to vote for lawyer lobbyists anymore. The three guys that I'm running against right now, Ed Markey, lawyer, 50 years in Congress. Joe Kennedy, a nice little silver spoon lawyer. Brown and Nichols private school, mama and papa paid for him. Then he got to go to Harvard Law School. Then he got a nice job on the Cape as an assistant district attorney. And now he thinks the U.S. Senate is his seat to own. You see what I'm saying? How is this different than King George? How is this any different, guys? Do they think that we're their servants? You see what I'm saying? This is really disgusting behavior. We should not allow it anymore. And I should have had a clear shot to run as a Republican nominee, but Bill Well, Charlie Baker, and Lion Jim Lyons, who's a fake Trumper, threw a, another lawyer who's got like 50 Twitter followers, and they're going to beef this idiot up as though he's somebody. That's what these guys do. They don't want you and I to have power. They want to keep power for themselves. But in 2020, all of us, you have a choice. Everyone in this room, you got to go on the ground and say, you know what? One of us is running out there. One of us. Not one of them. One of us. And that guy has worked his butt off. He came from Newark, Patterson, Clifton, mowing lawns, painting homes, learning how to program software. And he built the first email system, not at MIT. He did it in Newark, New Jersey. The invention of email took place by a 14-year-old American kid in Newark. It did not occur at MIT. It did not occur in Silicon Valley. It occurred by a kid who worked his butt off, worked until three in the morning, and allowed women whose, whose, whose customers were women who he cherished who, to move from the typewriter to the computer. That was the invention of email. It wasn't done by a nerd with a beard with glasses in the military. You see, the narrative is that you have to look like a nerd and then you're smart. You can't be a good looking guy who plays sports and do other things. This is a narrative the elites have drawn. But the invention of email took place by people like you and me. Okay? Innovation can occur anytime, any place, by anybody. So when you look at this coronavirus, it's fascinating. Because you, you see, I have four degrees from MIT, and my field is the immune system. Okay, I just gave a talk at the National Science Foundation because I'm considered one of the leading guys in the world on this. And I spoke about the modern theory of the immune system. When you look at your body and my body, everyone's body is unique in here. One size doesn't fit all. Not everyone should be all getting 30, 50, 60 different vaccines. You may be healthy because you played outdoors, you had dirt, and someone else may have been living in a little bubble whose parents never let him touch anything. He may need a little titration of vaccines. The point is, everyone's body is different. But more importantly, when you look, if we want to talk about public health and we look at the history 
of how did we fight public, how did we actually fight infectious diseases? Anyone know how? The way we fought it was infrastructure. Infrastructure, infrastructure. In 1900, if we were here, go back, whatever, 220 years, 120 years ago, 14 out of 100,000 people were dying of infectious diseases. So if you do, do the graph, 1900 is 14 out of 100,000. By 1950, that had fallen to 0.5 out of 100,000, okay? By 90, so 98% of the infectious diseases in America were wiped out before the invention of vaccines. Did you guys know that? But you're told vaccines, vaccines, vaccines. No, what occurred during those 50 years? What occurred was we had sanitation. We had plumbing, refrigeration, we had we had nutrition okay we had vitamin a we had refrigeration transportation we had all these incredible infrastructure gains that resulted in that massive decline okay and how did we get that in the late 1800s in this country we had massive people, workers' movements, okay? Workers' movements were people, working people rose up and they said, we're not taking this anymore. And they demanded that infrastructure. So the people in power didn't give them this infrastructure. This infrastructure came from militant movements on the ground. People gathered, they rallied, they got together. This wasn't communist, this was people like Frank and electrician, plumbers, sanitation workers, electricians. Why did we rise we up? Why did we rise up? What's that? Why did we rise up? Better wages, better work. Better wages, better working conditions, eliminating child labor. Exactly, better sanitation conditions. That's right. He's got it. So that resulted in this massive drop in infectious diseases and increase in infrastructure. Okay, that's how we got rid of infectious diseases. Today, today what we have is we have horrible infrastructure. Right, F minus minus for Massachusetts in infrastructure. And the elites in this country do not know how to solve the infrastructure problem. You know why? Why? The reason they can't solve the infrastructure problem is because of corruption. If you look at infrastructure and corruption, they go together in Massachusetts, got an F minus minus in infrastructure, but the American Society of Civil Engineers and a D plus in corruption. We live in one of the most top 10 corrupt states in the entire country. So what's happened is the politicians can't fix a problem because by the time you build a bridge, it takes 10 years to even start the project. That's the reality. China's building them in two years, Germany in two years, Canada in two years. We have infrastructure is about 100 years old. So that's why we have dirty water, dirty food, and dirty air. They can't solve that. That's why one out of five kids in the United States has a mental disorder health issue. 54% of kids in this country have autoimmune diseases. We are absolutely killing our children with the health issue. That's what's going on. Dirty water, dirty food, dirty air. That is what Charlie Baker has delivered. He's a criminal. He's delivered all those three things and he's calling a state of emergency on this. Why did he call a state of emergency when he got an F minus minus? Think about it. So what these guys do is they create fake problems, 
fake solutions to distract us. This coronavirus is not about mass destruction. It's about mass distraction. It's mass distraction. That's what it is. It's about distracting us, telling us to stay home, not interact, not have rallies. They surely don't want Trump to have any more rallies, right? And Bernie and Biden cancel their rallies because no one shows up to their rallies. It doesn't matter, okay? But the opportunity we have is to start putting people in power who are one of us, okay? It's up to us. We can't be victims anymore. Everyone here has a choice. We got to stop voting for these lawyer lobbyist scumbags. Remember, law, every, by the way, you shouldn't have to get a law degree to be a lawyer. Everyone should be able to be lawyers. That entire field should be taken away. It's not that difficult to be a lawyer, okay? It's the only, it's the only business I know where they say, look, you got to give me 50000 I don't know how, it's, how you're going to make it, but you got to give me a retainer. You don't, you don't do that when you're an electrician, right? All of us have to deliver. We don't get paid. These are the only guys who get paid without having to do any work. And they carry the title called Esquire, which is a title of nobility. Do you guys know that? Fuck titles of nobility. Exactly, it was a title above <laughs> gentleman and below knight. So we live, 60% of the Congress is lawyers, very few working people. So what we have in 2020 is to elect one of you. And the goal is we need people who know how to look at a problem, solve it, not impose fear, really come up with solutions. That's what you deserve, I deserve. But it's really gonna be up to everyone in this room. We gotta get on the ground, screw mainstream media, screw the existing academia. They don't care about us people anymore, they don't. And if you think they do, you're, you're frankly highly mistaken. So in closing, I wanna say there's really two viruses that are the real virus. One of them is called, you've heard of COVID-19, right? Coronavirus, that's not the virus. The real virus is BS MSM 20, okay? And BS SCI 20, bullshit mainstream media 2020 and bullshit science 2020. Those institutions like MIT and Harvard, 80% of them, at least two thirds of those professors should be in jail. They're criminals. They do not work for you. They do not work for me. They work for themselves. They're egomaniacs. And it's about grant money, grant money, grant money. And the mainstream media, be it Tucker Carlson, be it CNN, they're all master grifters, okay? They watch which way the wind blows and they just say enough, but they will not say what you're hearing here today, that if you want to really solve health, it's up to us. We got to decentralize healthcare to how we work, you know, how we want to take care of our own health. So when it comes to coronavirus, there's two ways we solve it. Number one, everyone here should start studying about how your body works, okay? Vitamin A, vitamin D, vitamin C. These are how you protect your body, so your body has a natural positive immune system. The average median age of people dying from the coronavirus is 81.4 years old, okay? Not everyone's dying from this. So this is a great opportunity to say, hey, how do I take care of my immune system? What should I do, right? What foods do I eat? Am I gonna eat crap all day? The other piece that will lead to is, why the hell do I have dirty water? Why the hell do I allow Monsanto to destroy my soil, right? Why the hell do we allow the Paris Accords to take place, which allows China to double their pollution from 11 billion carbon metric tons to 22? So we gotta start becoming responsible citizens. I'm gonna take care of my health, but you freaking Charlie Baker, 
don't be telling me that you got an F minus minus and you're helping me taking vacation and imposing a state of emergency. It's bullshit. Okay? Total bullshit. And it's time that we as working people took back this country. It's our country. It's not their country. It's not their country. It's our country. It's supposed to be by the people. By the way, working people. Not parasites. Not lawyers and lobbyists. People who work for a living. So anyway... We have an amazing opportunity, guys. We have a golden future if we decide that we want it, okay? And we overcome all this fear nonsense and the state imposing their will. That's what this coronavirus represents. And as Donnie said, if you see what we wrote on Twitter, we ain't running from the coronavirus. We're going to go win and we're going to be take back. We're going to usurp power back from the Republican Party. We're going to take it back. So we're coming for you, Charlie Baker. We're coming for you, Jim Lyons. We're coming for you, Bill Weld, because you guys do not own the people anymore. Thank you very much.